Chapin, are we recording? Yes, sir. Have we been recording? Yes, sir. Oh. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, dear. So you're saying we've got some uh, outtakes. Yes. All right, outstanding. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trist. Uh, it's bright and early on a Saturday morning. Um, Furries. It's close to Halloween. We've dressed it up in costumes before. We've had the... Co- yeah. That the sound of squirting? Sure is. Can't use it anyway. Is that a whole shower? When I told you we were good to go, that's when I started recording. How much of our conversation did you get? All of, it. All of it. The whole thing. This was before that. All of it. Wow. Yeah. I looked up to say, "Are we recording?" And I saw six and a half minutes and went, "Motherfucker, we got it all." Nice. Patreons, you're welcome. Um, maybe not that conversation. That's right. private information. Hold up a sec. That'll be the next sound. All right. Are we? Can Can somebody check to make sure that we're about done with the running water? No, you have to stay because you're closest. That wasn't. That wasn't squirting? So ready hey! to go. Someone was just having like an amazing <laughs> orgasm. Are we done with the running water? It's like, it reminds me of like my mother. Like, go get your brother. And I yell across the house. I could have done that. <laughs> go get your brother. <laughs> Let's not piss off the host, please, for fuck's sake. You were probably, saying something about drama earlier. I'm it's just probably just. Don't you want drama? <laughs> or if you're involved with it, I want to be want active, drama, right? but I don't want drama. If someone oh, can just. We were talking about needles and pointy things, right? Hang on a second, I got this. If you don't, if you don't upset someone, then you, then, then, are you really hey, we living? Got, we got a couple minutes. Did you dive? I'm assuming so. Yes. But did uh, you die? Four. You got four in. I got four in. Where'd you go? Uh, we dove the eagle. Mm. That was nice. I've we never did. heard of it. What is it? it it's uh, the big three that are in the Southern Keys are, are the eagle, the spiegel, and the bib. Okay. And uh, the the eagle. I have read that. Apparently, you shipped. I thought that was a location. Like, yeah. what's that? All right, awesome. What are you drinking over there? The dishwasher's cool, getting we'll ready talk. to start. The, the, so the eagle's a tanker. Sir, you got to make it quick. The dishwasher's getting ready to turn on. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're going to have more running water. Of course it is. So make it quick. Totally start. Leave. We'll talk about it after the show. And on that note. Get it out now, right? Let it in, I'll say. I oh. highly disagree. I was so ready to start. I'm sorry you said better out See, than in. Your own bullshit, but nobody else's. <laughs> Boom. I get to end the I get to end the jokes. Chapin or recording. Yes, sir. Outstanding. <laughs> it's Saturday morning. We're doing Halloweeny stuff. I said weenie. That's right. Whatever, it's Saturday, I don't give a shit. We're going to talk about furries today. This is not my forte. But you know what? I'm going to learn some shit. We'll, we'll talk about it right now. The 
K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. You guys are absolutely going to dig this. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Novanilla Trist. We're going to talk about furries today. And like I said, um, thanks a lot for hanging out and joining us on a Saturday morning. We have a relatively full studio this morning because it's the same studio is here Wednesday night if you're paying attention to the live show. I'm your host, Mr. Robin Illitrist, overriding Randy Andy. Not even actually riding Andy. You're just sitting in front of Andy in a chair. We're hanging out. We're best friends. <laughs> it's fetish model Emily Rose. Hey, it's me again. Hi, me again. Oh, we guys got to stop moving that thing. That's so loud. Yeah, it is. Clingy dingy. Over in the interactive producer chair, my supervising producer. I'm sorry. Over in the interactive producer chair. Yeah, right. Over in the interactive producer chair, KFT Mike. Hey, we're talking about furries. I've got a silver back. <laughs> Cersei and Knott. Hello. How you doing, hon? I'm doing all right. Good. Your back's not silver, right? No. All right, no. good. Good. Possibly striped, though. Depending on the day. Ooh. <laughs> Restitution's over there. I have no idea how to follow that one up. They really don't try. It's it's better when they just come naturally. Let me. If I had a nickel every time. Twisted Janie. Hey, go hey. My supervising producer for this show, Wall Street. So there I was, balls deep in a jar of peanut butter when it hit me. I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, That's it. That's the show. Good night. Good night. Try the veal. It's delicious. I'll be here all week. (laughs) You will be here all week. We'll see you on Wednesday afternoon. I just want to say this from the bottom of my heart. Wall Street. I just want to say this from the bottom of my heart. Fuck you. (laughs) My video producer this morning, Chapin. Hello. How you doing? I'm great. You feel my pain. Every, I do. I, I mean, it's like every week. And yeah. I, won't, I probably won't be in the chat because I'll, I'll be working. You'll be working? Actually Aww. working? I will be working. Oh. Are we doing I anything Saturday, Saturday morning? Saturday. Oh. Uh, we had somebody ask us if we're willing to go to a place this weekend. So maybe? This weekend? Mm, yeah. You'll have to check my Facebook. <sighs> All right. I'll take your vitamin B and go. I'll probably be in the chat. Anything's possible. If you're awake. If I'm awake and not fucking. Exactly. Wall Street, kick it. So I have been wanting to do this show for a while for a couple of reasons. Um, and this is just a preface show, right? This yeah, is this a foundational show. Like I think one had, segment one. Yeah. I, I'd love to get someone who is a furry in here uh, to talk a little bit more about it. D- didn't I we, can make that happen. I, th- I thought I saw, well, I, I can think of one or two people. But I, I thought I saw something in the production chat. Yeah, so uh, we are going to be doing uh, very soon. Uh, our good friends of the show, Rebecca Dahl and James Gordon, are going right. to come in and they're going to discuss puppy play. So I figured this was a good primer. Yeah, primer for that. Because as we'll discuss, puppy play, one could argue, is a type of furryism. Um, I, I thought I always found furries strange and unusual. And like Lydia Dietz, I too am strange and unusual. Uh, thank you. Somebody got that Lydia joke. Lydia Dietz, <laughs> shut up. Bringing it back. Yeah. It, Old school right there. And, well, it's Halloween. Let's play dress up, all that good. So it just kind of seemed like the right time to do it. So, uh, what are furries? Well, apparently they are not what I thought they were. I learned a lot reading through this article. The Again, we'll start with Marion Webster. Kind of the textbook definition is an adult community who explore the world of anthropomorphic animals. Now, 
when we say anthropomorphic animals, that's that's the part where I go, what does that mean? Um, so do we know what anthropomorphic means? No. Go ask your parents, because I learned that word when I was six. <laughs> That's not an option. I'm not going to ask our entire studio to do that, so dumb it this? down. All right. Anthropomorphic simply means given human-like qualities. Okay. So think of por Porky Pig. Porky Pig is not a pig that walks on fours and grows. He is a pig He's that walks on two. anthropomorphic pig. He has a job. He does all the pays the bills. Okay. All that good stuff. That's what anthropomorphic doesn't wear He's pants. A doesn't wear pants. He doesn't wear pants. He wears a jacket. He's a people. Just like Donald Duck. He's anthropomorphic. And Mickey Mouse. Even Winnie the Pooh. So, speaking of Mickey Mouse, uh, furries can be broken down into, generally speaking, three categories. Uh, there are the Toonies, who dress up as cartoon characters or characters from popular culture. Mm -hmm. um, one could argue pretty much anyone at Disney World uh, who's dressed up as a Disney character is a furry. Uh, they're very loose with the definition in this article. Okay. Uh, there are the Naturals, who dress up as animals who would normally be found in nature. These would um, be the people who, on Broadway, play the cats. Pretty much, yes. Um, cats tend, it's funny you mention cats, because cats are the biggest, uh, I would say, the most popular type of furry. Cat, it's cats and wolves? Wolves most is well known. Too. Absolutely, yes. Foxes? Uh, foxes? Foxes, I think, are somewhere in the top five. It didn't really go that far deep. I know more foxes than I know pretty much any other kind of furry. So it's funny, like, um, Naughty Desires has been asking me to get her a hoodie, and she specifically wants a fox hoodie, because she feels like that's her character. I don't know if I'd really call her a fox, but whatever. She's the one who has to wear it. Um, and then finally, the supernaturals, those who dress up as mythical animals, such as dragons and unicorns. Okay. All right. Um, so th this is what I thought was interesting. When we think of furries, like, just throw this out there. How, how would you describe the typical furry? If you're imagining a furry right now in your head, what does it look like? Uh, go ahead. Like the, uh, like you were saying earlier, the creatures at Disney. Yeah. I would say a lot like a mascot to some yep. degree. Yeah. I like that term, go. mascot. Sorry, yes. when, when I'm thinking furries, I'm thinking of the people who are wearing their leather yep. dog faces, their leather paws. Oh, I, think, I think someone I would them call them man. fetish furries. I, hey, we've had them show up at date I, night. I so. call those those like fetish furries. Those are the, those are yeah. the ones that yeah they identify with. They don't actually talk. They just use the whatever sound that animal would make. I would right. call those particular ones fetish furries. Yeah, for so. the longest time, we've had people at the Renaissance Fair come over with those tails, and they've just been wearing them forever. Are they, mm -hmm. are they so, sort of furries? So I, <laughs> no, I would, no, those I would, are not tails. So I, I would argue KMFD's mic is closest, but he's still wrong. According to this article. <laughs> Closest. No, the, the tails are actually are actually like a garb pain. thing. I do like pain. Yeah. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> only with consent. All right, come on, fast. All right. Wow. Um, only fifteen percent. This is why I want to get a furry in here. Only fifteen percent actually dress up like a specific animal. So the mascot, the the animal, the fetish furry, even the one you know, the argument with the tail, we would argue that's the minority. Most furries are simply people who have a connection to a particular type of animal. Okay. Think of it spiritually or like to explore their animalistic side. All right. So can we, according to this article then, can we say people who show up at cons and dress up as the character, the cartoon characters, because I'm looking at the, I'm, I can see the notes, the people who show up as the characters in anime. Are they furries? Cosplay? Well, if they're animals, yes. If you cosplay and they're animals, yes, then you're a furry. My argument is it doesn't even have to go that far. Like, under this article's definition, I'm a furry. Because anyone who knows me knows... You identify as I a cat. Jokingly, I jokingly, I self-identify as a cat. We have... It's mm. in every fucking show. <laughs> we have you as a cat. But more than just that, I growl during sex. I growl and scratch and meow. And me that's, too. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, that's really all it takes. All it has to take is some sort of connection you feel with the animal world. You don't have to dress up on one. You don't even have to act like 
like one. You just have to look at an animal and say. And, and I think I I've, I've been told before that everyone has some kind of like primal. The whole concept of being primal. Everyone has some kind of animalistic desire or energy inside them. And some people are able to name it and say, "I'm a cat. I'm a lion. I'm a dragon." Some people can't necessarily name panda. it. Like I growl as Where's well, you know, when I get pizza? very intense. Got time for this? When it's a very <laughs> extreme pain or very extreme pleasure, I couldn't name what kind of animal I have inside of me. But there's definitely an animal that comes out. I was going to ask animal. whether or not people who were feral are are part of this uh, furry. Feral? You mean primal? Fer primal feral. So that's actually <laughs> we're going to get we're going to get and, to that. And feral. the other question that I have is: in Native American society, finds totems. Are we saying that Native Americans are furries? Boy, I mean, yes. Now the, we're what, getting deep. Yeah, like when they go the, the spirit animals that they talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Depends on how many mushrooms they're doing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I mean, oh, shit. Shit. It's it's way more spiritual like than that. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that episode when I get home. Exactly. Mexican insanity peppers. All right. Well, that's something I noticed <laughs> that when, when I get I get very intense, whether it's you know pleasure or pain, that growl comes out, that animalistic side, and who knows what it is. That's not um, the important um, part. My best friend and her husband uh, play with their animals, uh, and it can be a really intense scene. And uh, my my best friend is a panther, and her husband is a pack of wolves. A and whole pack. Yes, a whole pack. Wow. Um, they're very energy players. They're very spiritual. And the first time, Wait, let, let me make sure I heard you right. Then they play as their animals. Their animals come out during a scene. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yes, um, thank because you. because people I who didn't that. hear that right heard yeah. you say they played with their animals. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I went. They, they, they wait, whoa, 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 about a second whoa. later, I'm like, no, let's wait a minute they're, here. That's not what you meant. Animals come out during the All play. Right. Well, I wanted to make sure I was I was giving you the latitude yeah. to self correct, and I went, you know I was what? I'm giving you enough to yourself. Let me make sure I reel that back just a touch, so we don't, you know. YouTube kick us off because we somehow survived the religion show. Paging Peta, so I think we should. We should. The first time their their animals came out, I was not expecting it. Okay. And I was kind of like in the corner, and I'm like, oh shit, I can't leave this room because I was like literally in the corner, and you couldn't go near them. I mean, you you'd be attacked basically. Okay. Um, that's kind of hot. But you weren't there. If if either one of them starts growling. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Um, furry culture is heavily intertwined with art and animation, particularly anime. Um, erotic art is sometimes used to depict anthropomorphic animals in sexual situations. So if you've ever seen typical furries, if you've ever been to a convention where there is furries, it may not necessarily be a furry convention. To your point, we had mentioned cosplay. Yeah, it's heavily entwined with cosplay. A lot of furries or people who identify with furry will maybe, you know, there's a specific animal. They may even, if you really go into it, they may even... Um, name a character. So it's almost like role-playing a specific animal that they've created. Okay. And they, a lot of times, use art, anime, to, to express what that animal is doing. All right. Well, I'm, I'm still learning. Keep going. Yeah, all right. Give, um, give me more. Give me more. As one of the more exotic kinks, furryism, that's a word. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. Furryism has been portrayed. It is portrayed for the purpose of this show. Especially harshly in the media, uh, possibly because of its open nature. So two things I, I've noticed about furries is uh, they're very unapologetic. Uh, they, I yeah. remember once uh, when we had... It was after one of the pub crawls. It might have been the Halloween pub crawl, and Pretty Tied Up and I, no, it was my fault. I didn't book a hotel room, um, and we had to get a hotel room 
across the street at whatever the, the Marriott where it's like $300 a night or whatever, you know, across from. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. Federal Tap House? Yeah. It, yeah. There was a con- because there was a convention going yeah. on, and that was the only place that was not booked. Uh, and I remember walking through wait, the wait, lobby. So, so you were at the Marriott or you were at the, at the Hotel Lancaster? No, the Marriott, the okay. expe- the con- where the convention center is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because all the hotels were booked, and that's, yeah, that's the Marriott. only room we could find. Anyway, long story short, but yeah, this was 10 o'clock at night. We're walking through the lobby, and all sorts of anime people joined us. Oh, Zenicom was there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. A lot of furries walking through. So they're, oh, yeah. they're very unashamed and unapologetic about their nature. I remember when uh, one night we went to the corral for kink night, and there were a couple of people that were engaging in puppy play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, power for them. But let me tell you, they got so many... Um, I don't want to say weird looks, but kind of like, what the fuck well, is now, going you on? Well, you know what? Hey, corral people, I love you very, very well, dearly. On. We get the same looks. Yeah, we get the same kind of looks on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, just saying, side eye. But, but I guess here's yeah, what I'm saying. We there's definitely some side Listen, eye. Listen, anyone who doesn't. Seeny. They were just walking through dressed up in furry gear. Well, anyone like, who doesn't <laughs> dress to the norm or look the norm is always going to get that. I mean, sometimes after fair, I'll like go to Arugas and get some dinner and I'll get this look like, yeah. what are you doing in a corset? Like, I'm just. I get that. Where have you been? What have you been doing? I walk around in a kilt. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. exactly. Like when you wear something that doesn't fit the Guilty. norm, then you're gonna get looks. I remember the very first time you're I wore ashamed. my bright, bright hot pink harness. Thank you, Deviant yes. Don, DodsonDesigns.com. Um, and Naughty Desires was leading me around by a leash that says Brat on it. Uh, I it. Yeah, I got more than one, like, what the fuck is going on over there? And I loved it. I loved every Absolutely. second of it. Absolutely. I wish I was there for that. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I was like, fuck you. Um, but because of their open nature, um, that's part of it. They kind of get a little more ridicule around it. Also, yeah, I, I'll go so far. It, the the thing I'm thinking of off the top of my head when it comes to how how it's portrayed in media, and it's probably one of the only times I've seen it portrayed in media recently where it wasn't openly shamed. It was just put out there, and you got to dis, you got to digest it however you wanted. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called Magic for Humans. Have you seen this show? Yeah. Yes. Magic for Humans. I think it's season three. The the guy actually does his he do, he does a he does a I don't know a segment he does a segment routine well no he, he every like every show has like three segments like act one act two act three one of one of the segments that he did he did with a bunch of furries that were in full leather it was full puppy gear full puppy play and I was like what he's just we're just gonna do that on Netflix now and no one's gonna lose their shit. Job Netflix, but it wasn't portrayed as, as a bad thing at all by any stretch of the imagination. Netflix, it was really good. As well, Netflix is pretty be. good at that lately. So, because furryism is portrayed as a sexual fetish, which it's not, we'll get to that in a minute. It's seen on the outside world as a sexual fetish, and you've got people dressing up as people always automatically think fetish means sexual. People dressing up as cartoon characters that would appeal to children. You see where I'm going with this? Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, it's very easy for the furry culture to be like, oh my God, they're fucking kids. No, not even close. Which they're is like, again, you go back. Other. You're right. They're barely, no, you're, <laughs> you're barely fucking each which other. Which makes you go back to Disney, and it's like, if that's okay, then why is this not okay? I don't Barney, get it. Death to Smoochie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you, you can't compartmentalize it. I mean, if these furries are walking around at Disney, no one would have a problem with them. And it's funny that we sexualize it because furryism, from what I've read, is ironically, is one of the least sexual fetishes. Do furries have sex with each other? Absolutely. They rarely do it in costume because what I what I found is that these costumes they said some of them can cost as much as a new car. These are th- costumes that are thousands of dollars. I might disagree with that. Okay, we'll talk later. All right, good. Um, these costumes are very very expensive. If you're gonna fuck someone, you're gonna take it off. Except that one episode of Cheaters, which is the best episode I've ever seen. The guy was 
woman found her her boyfriend um, cheating um, in a radio station. It was a furry orgy, full blown furry orgy, like six people all dressed in furry suits. Why See, now you're gonna have, have to find the you have to find the link to it on whatever. I'm thing. sure I'll, I'll drop it in the comments. We'll watch it. Why yeah, drop it in the comments. No, drop it in the comments of this show. <laughs> Tomorrow. Why There's not, an odd thing. Why, oh, sorry. I was going to say, why not have two different outfits? <laughs> like, have one for going to your shows and your conventions and your things that you're going yeah. with other people, and then have one for play. Yeah. I, and, and that's a good question, and they may very well do that. Now, furries will be the first to say that, is there a sexual attraction? Absolutely. Sure. Like, they dress, I mean, what guy in here has not seen a woman dressed up as a hot cat woman and be like, boing? Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's part of it. And they do view each other as sexual animals, but they're not, some of them are, but most of them aren't like, I want to fuck you as I'm actually dressed up as a wolf or a cat. Right. So, so I, I need to interject here real quick. The, the, the furry that I know is, the furry as a concept that I know is more the mascot where they're in character. Those people, one of the reasons why they hide behind, and I'm going to say hide, and I don't mean that neg as a negative. No, they're taking on a persona. They're taking on a persona, but it's to hide who they really are behind the uh, behind the persona, and it's that person. It gives them sexual freedom, which is why when I think of furries, and maybe maybe if 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 all goes well, I can bring on someone that I know, but. They they hide behind that persona be, to have an experience that doesn't matter gender specific, man, woman, who cares? I'm attracted to you as a person who's behind the mask. Okay. That's where furries really come into play. Is it lets you hide behind something to let you truly be who you are, right? Without scrutiny of whether you're a man or a woman. Well, right. Plus, plus, or, then you can say what your body, or what your body type is, or whatever. Well, and plus, then then you don't have to really think about it because then it's more of a okay. Well, I'm just going this, with whatever. Yeah. I like you as a person. I don't care if you're a man or a woman behind that mask. No, no, no. no. Even even so far as as the person, you know what I mean? Like the person that likes the other person, right? Being that person, you also have. The ability to say, oh, well, I'm not really into that, but th such and such character that I play is into that. Mm -hmm. So you have the ability to kind of compartmentalize it, that it doesn't have to be Role a part playing. of your personal life. It can just yep. be true. just that character. Very, 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 very true from the experience that I have with friends that are close to me who are in this community, which is why I'm really excited to be here tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and one more point. So, furryism has drawn comparisons to both bestiality and zoophilia. So, it's like, hey, if you want to dress up like a fox and fuck people who dress up like fox, you must want to draw, fuck foxes. And it's not that. To what um, Chapin had mentioned, uh, it, it's more of a primal or a predator prey dynamic. In Sorry, my brain went like cats and their assholes constantly all over the place. Oh, you're going to get the cat. Here I go. No, it's not like that. It's more of a primal <laughs> or a predator prey dynamic. This is why I say I, I, by this definition, I'm a furry because when I get sexual with my partners, particularly doll, the animals come out, the claws come out, the growling comes out, the hissing comes out. That's just, do we, do we, do we think we're animals? Eh, not really. Do we kind of feel a connection there on sure. a certain level? Yeah. Do we like behaving that way? Whatever Absolutely. that energy is. Yeah. That's where the You're energy is. You're connected to the energy, not to the actual animal. Absolutely. Animal yeah. So. All right. All right. We're good. Anything, anything else we want to contribute? Is that it? Restitution, you got anything else? Uh, I pretty much shared. Most yeah. of what I want to say. What, what, do we have another point? No, no, that was, that was it's, it's kind of petered out at that well, point. We do. So, so, so I'll share this then, and I, I've kind of touched on it in my little tangent there. 
the one thing that I've learned from several friends that I have who are in this community is it lets them hide behind their persona. Mm-hmm. And behind their persona. You keep saying hide behind the persona. I, I want to say I, I'm choosing hide very particularly. Okay. And I'm, I'm saying that because they feel as individuals they are judged on the outside world. So they get to hide behind okay. this persona of they, their they character. They get to put the mask on. Yes. Okay. So for safety reasons. And the... The one, the wonderful thing about this community is that when they are in character, because and and again, I view furries as the mascot, full head to toe costume. You don't know what they look like or who they might be behind their costume. That is the great thing about it is it doesn't matter. You fall in love and have relations with people for who they are. They could be man, woman. Old, young, doesn't matter. It is truly a relationship between people. Yeah. The, and the, that they, is what they, I love about the whole furry right. community. They get to put on that mask and then still, when they put on that out that, that external mask, they get to be who they are. It gives them that freedom to express their being, not based upon whatever I see of you in the regular vanilla world. They can exactly. express their sexuality it's without even, having to worry about it. Right, it's even more than that. The article kind of describes it a little bit. No one cares or potentially even notices if you're trans, straight, gay, black, white, Asian. None of those labels matter. None of the physicalities that have limit you in life. While you are enrobed, you can be anything that you choose to be. You, get, the true, you get to be your true self at the end of the day, and that's what will attract people to this community is let me present myself as a mascot in air quotes here right but be me without yeah. I, filter I, I, i'm going to connect myself to whatever energy for whatever animal or primal whatever it is i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to put that mask on and then that that entity the the personality traits of that entity that's who you get to be with Exactly, and you and get then, to, and then the rest of the vanilla stuff that you see in the day to day, all of your preconceptions matter. as to who I am based upon my skin color, my race, my religion, my gender, all of that goes right out the window. Exactly, I like you for you. Doesn't matter who you are behind that face, behind that animal, behind that furry suit. Okay. I like you for you. I like that, Chapin. I'm actually going to equate it to a drag queen. Because as soon uh, if you've ever seen a drag a drag queen put on makeup and a wig more than once, you can see the transformation. Sure, mm-hmm. as they become that person. Sure, the male s- stops is no longer there, and all you see is the female. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Melissa. Yep. What you guys got? Anything? Cool. No, I think we're, we're good. About it, guys. Are you in the community? Are you a furry? Did we miss something? Can can you help us enter, or understand it better? Drop it in the comments below. I'm going to go you one better. We have we have this set up as a as a primer show. Right. So we're not sure when Puppy Play is. It's going to be sometime in November. It's in the next. Right. It, it may even be the next batch of shows that we record. So so we're going to set that up real soon. But hey, if you're not sure, if you if you want to drop some stuff into the comments, by all means, drop your drop your opinions in the comments. If it's short lived, if it's something that you want to make sure that we really dive into, if it's a point that you want us to drive home, 
Reach out to Wall Street. Uh, who is it? Wall Street 711, 711. On, on Twitter. Yep. You can always email the show, nvtrist at gmail.com. You can always call us and leave a voicemail if you guys wanted to do that, too. And, hey, leave a nice voicemail. If you want to leave an asshat voicemail, I'll be happy to play it, you know, just to make you look like My an Twitter ass. feed's just basically been naked pictures of Emily Rose. I need something new to look at. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, preach. Uh, 717-925-0603 is the studio Hashtag phone hated. line. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not really. So, not complaining. Not complaining. <laughs> Just stating facts. It is what it is. Are we good? All right, guys, like, subscribe, do all the stuff, you know, that makes the YouTube algorithm jump and do all the stuff because we want to help the community because if we're helping you and we're giving you good information, we want to make sure other people who don't know where to find this information can find it as well. Help everybody else reach out to us and learn because that's what we're here for. For Fetish Model Emily Rose, Wall Street, KMFD, Mike, Cersei, and Knott's, Restitution, Twisted Janie, and Chape, and I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. We will be here on Wednesday evening for the live show, traditional live show, 7 o'clock. And with any luck, we'll have all the cameras working. Hey. Chapin? <laughs> Kick us out. <laughs> <laughs>